Rolling, rolling. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. This is Copper Top. I am one of your hosts, Trevor. And I am your other host, Jackson. What's up, Jackson? What's up, Trevor? Dude, this has been a long time coming, and uh, I'm very excited that this is finally happening. Yeah, it's it's been a dream years for a couple of years now. And, I mean, mine for only about a year since January, <laughs> really. I, well, I've never, I've genuinely, I've never had a desire to start a podcast. I, I only recently started listening to them here and there. Yeah. Um, just mo- mostly like the, the military ones and everything like that. And then you brought up this idea. Actually, I specifically remember when you brought it up because it was, we were sitting down at work and we were coming up with t-shirt ideas. <laughs> oh yeah, small business ideas. <laughs> yeah, and what we're like we were trying to come up with names like Pop Smoke. And, yeah, and yeah. Just something something for a t-shirt business and then all of a sudden out of nowhere just clicked to do this and uh, a year later, unfortunately a year it took us a lot longer than anticipated, but it did. But there was a lot of gear to get to, you know, the mics and mm-hmm. the, the board and uh you know, we came up with the name Copper Top and yeah how did we come up with that name (laughs) well i mean we were brainstorming a lot right so we had this piece of paper that we were writing all these names down (laughs) and we just couldn't come up with something and i have a buddy of mine in wisconsin who has got a bar in his basement and he put put penny pennies on the top of it and he calls a copper top so i kind of piggybacked off that (laughs) no thank you dennis (laughs) yeah thank you dennis (laughs) shout out yeah and uh and there it is so our our table is almost complete, but almost. Uh, we have all the gear and we wanted to start this thing up. So here we are. Yeah, and and again, it's nice to actually have it going. And and you were saying earlier, it felt surreal. It to is to be able to hit the record button and actually be sitting here to do the <laughs> first episode after this brainchild from a year ago. You know, it, it's it's a very cool feeling, and I was very excited today to get up and. And come and do this. Yeah, I'm excited to do it with you too because I mean, you bring a lot of knowledge in different areas, and I think both of us talking to people, interviewing people, uh, will be interesting. And uh, oh yeah, I think our networks that we have right now, with just from living in Nashville alone, uh, yeah. will will definitely be helpful for this podcast. And, and that's the nice part too is your background is completely different than mine. I mean, we're both military. Yeah, we're both ex-military. Both ex-firefighters. And, right? and musicians. And musicians, too, <laughs> I right? Guess, yeah. <laughs> but you're, you had more of a career path in music. Mine was just for enjoyment. For I funsies. Guess. Yeah, yeah. one-offs one here and there. You know, I'd go pick up a random guitar and play. Uh, it was never, I never got paid for a gig or anything like that. And I actually, I don't think I ever really had a full gig. Really? Yeah, it was always like my buddy was playing. And I'd walk in, and actually, this one time, I, I literally walked in one of my buddies' show back home, and uh, <laughs> he looks at me and goes, tell me you brought your guitar. I said, no, this is your show. He's like, you should go home and get your guitar and come back. Damn. And so I went home, and I got my guitar, and I came back, and I played four or five songs with him, and then went and sat down, and that was actually the first taste that I had for actually playing like a small gig a small venue for people because there was 30 something people there it was very small was there anxiety like getting oh up yeah and, yeah oh yeah <laughs> kind of like hitting this record button yeah, just a, a lot uh, yeah a minute ago a lot like it but it, it was a the good anxiety 
Right. You know, where it was like, oh, I'm nervous to do this. I don't want to mess up. You know, I want people to enjoy this as much as I'm going to. Sure. And I did. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I played a couple times here and there at like wineries or something like that back in Northern Virginia. And I played a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. They're actually <laughs> some of the most fun, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I, I love full band shows and um, acoustic is really my forte i love mm-hmm. that just being able to kind of connect with the crowd and be able to banter back and forth with everybody it, it makes it more personable dude full rock shows are awesome too though i never i mean there's nothing <laughs> like getting in front of a big crowd and performing with your best friends and i mean it's it's really cool well had we had gone to chicago a couple months ago ah, i would have that would have been enjoyed that experience right? with you but <laughs> Sometime here yeah. soon, hopefully. But uh, yeah, you you bring more of the music background with your contacts and, and the people that you know in that kind of an industry, which is completely different than mine because mine is more military and government side of things, and just you know, it, it's two different worlds kind of merging into one one podcast. One yeah, episode. absolutely. I, I'm, obviously, we're in Music City right now. Yes, we are. So. We'll we'll get some songwriters in here, uh, some performers, some artists, and maybe some behind the scenes guys too. Uh, you know, we've got some sound guys here, some lighting guys here oh, yeah. that uh, will bring a, a different perspective on it. Which I'm excited to talk to these guys for. Same, definitely. It's a different way to look at how. Like, it, it's actually really funny because now when I watch TV shows or anything like that, like I'm watching it going i can figure out how they actually film this now right yeah you look at things way different when I you do. see production side of things it, it because we have been able to experience the production side of everything and see how they set everything up and see how they set all the lights and the audio and every and the sets and everything like it's, right. it's very interesting to look at it now and just be like huh that's how they do that <laughs> interesting well I, I guess we'll let our audience know uh kind of how we know each other we started working together. When was that? Uh, two years ago, almost. About two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It, time is flying, man. Yeah, that was uh, February of 2020. No. Was it 20? No, it was 2021. 2021. Yeah. yeah. So right. we're coming up on two years almost. But right. yeah, I, I remember when, when uh, you came in to interview. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was squared away. You came in, you interviewed, and then not three days later i went to the other site because we were working for the same company just not the same locations right right uh and i actually went and covered down at your site and met you officially there right uh, like as a person not an interviewer sure and that was a miserable day (laughs) (laughs) so uh just to let you guys know that uh jackson and i both work in security field and uh we'll, we'll get into that down the road uh, in another podcast, but just to kind of give you a, a sense of what, what we do. We work in security. And the first day I met this dude, uh, <laughs> he ends up, you know, I'm military, he's military, and we both served um, on the same base. We were both overseas. Yeah, we were uh, both on Balada. We, we were in Balada. Yeah, separate right. times, but we were both. I was there at a later time than you. Right. Uh, in a way shorter time than you. But, uh, yeah, I remember spitting stories about lot and how the pool is no longer there about mortaritaville mortaritaville (laughs) yeah but anytime you can find someone that served you know in the same place as you and you've got this connection which we become you know best friends over over the time and it's been uh 
it's been cool. And the fact that we're doing this together is, uh, it's going to be a good time. Well, it also helped that we sat together every single day for eight hours nonstop and, and just doing like having the opportunity to come up with these ideas and bounce things for off sure. of each other. Dude, if we had just, a microphone at that point, we could have been doing this a long time ago. <laughs> we could have. If we had the idea, we <laughs> right? could have. Yeah, but uh, it definitely like grew the bond a lot better, and I think that's why you and I will be pretty good at doing this together. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to need your guys' help out there because we've obviously, we have guys that we want to bring in, guys and gals that we want to bring in, um, but we would also like your input. And we do have some social media that we started. We've got a TikTok, I think, or we're uh, we don't have a TikTok now. yet, but okay. Instagram that'll probably change today. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, yeah, YouTube, uh, uh, iTunes. Yep, we're, we'll have a website up soon. Uh, so this is in the infancy of this project. It but is. It's just going to grow, and we figured, hey, why not start it now? We just had Thanksgiving. Right, so we, we had a, a few days off. How was your Thanksgiving, by the way? It was fantastic, man. Yeah? That yeah. turkey looked, like, picture perfect. Dude, my brother is a ridiculous cook, and he has this smoker mm-hmm. at his house, and so he smoked the turkey, and that's the first time I've had smoked turkey. It's, and it's the best. It was, like, well, I'll tell you what. I'll throw up a picture of it on our Instagram, on our Copper yeah. Top Instagram, and it looks like a movie turkey. Like it, straight out it, of a movie. It looked like it was like painted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it was perfection. Yeah. It looked like the Clark Griswold yes. turkey and Christmas yes. vacation. Yes. Just not the dry part of it. <laughs> That's, I actually <laughs> joke. Yeah, I joke with my brother uh, when we actually started when he started uh, cutting it. Uh, I said, "Yeah, just wait till it actually just opens up." And <laughs> yeah. I See, I thought I thought I burnt mine. I thought I I had it in too long and I dried it out. Luckily, I didn't. Meat literally just fell right apart. It was perfect. That's awesome. I don't think I could do that again. That but, makes uh, for a good turkey day when the turkey actually looks I, and tastes good. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I was very concerned that the second I was going to cut in, open into it, I looked at Macy and I was just like. Uh, I'm going to Clark Griswold this watch. And like there was a little piece of the skin that was torn. You could see and you could see the meat was separated from the bone. And I was like, oh, no, it's dry crap. Like I, I actually just messed this up and I cut the skin back and the meat just fell right off. And I was like, wow. And it was so good, man. Have you ever cooked turkey before? Yeah, a few times. Uh, I cooked a little one, like a little eight pound one uh, last Thanksgiving because it was just three of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year I did a 17.8 pound turkey. Oh, geez. Well, but I cooked for my family. We had two of our friends come over for Thanksgiving, and then I took everybody that was at work uh, that was working. I took them all food as well. So That's it, awesome. It worked out pretty good. And the mashed potatoes that I made, oh, I don't know good. what I did. I have no idea. I put cheese in it and garlic. but How about a ton of butter? I don't like butter. Really? And, and this is the one thing that my wife and I just go back and forth on because she loves everything cooked in butter. Mm-hmm. She she would eat butter off a knife if I would let her. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. It's disgusting. No, thank you. I can't stand butter. I don't like cooking with it. I use olive oil okay. over butter, but she likes the butter. So every once in a while, like she made these green beans that had a stick and a half of butter in it. I think that's what we had in our mashed potatoes was like two sticks of butter as well. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. But it was delicious. 
No, I, I did throw a little bit of like a, a little bit of butter into the mashed potatoes, but I used mostly milk just to really get it creamy and cheese. Nice. So that it was oh man, they were so good. They were gone in a second. I still feel like I'm in a food coma right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it, was, it well. was really good. And actually after we were done uh we were done eating, we went out and did some bowling. Mm. And bowling was awesome. I mean, anytime bowling's cool, but when you're out on an actual holiday where people are out with their families, it's just a it's a good vibe. Just Dude, everyone's out having a good time. I haven't been bowling in years. Really? Years. Well, there there's like three different bowling centers around here. So. I see them all the time. And, and you always talk about bowling and everything, but I, I it's just been so long. <laughs> and I'm not a good bowler, but I think I had my best, my, like my second best game ever the other night. Nice. Yeah, I had a uh, I Did you a beat one. Ty? I did. Yeah, I beat everyone. <laughs> I beat, I think it was like a 139 or 149, which is very good for me. Very good for me. Not bad. Because normally if I break 100... Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like me with golfing. If I'm under 100, I'm happy. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, I think the last few times when we went golfing, like that, I was a 104 and a 114 or something like that. Like that last oh. game we went and played was just the worst one ever. Yeah. Golfing's good too, though. Like that's, that's a good de-stressor. Yeah. Definitely have grown a love for it over the last like year year and some change which is ironic because i never thought i would play golf ever never when i remember looking at it as a kid like i I went with my dad a couple times and yeah it was fun but it i never saw it as like a hobby until recently and now it's like oh it's nice outside let's go golf let's go golf macy still makes fun fun of me for it all the time she's like you're such a cute little old man Just like it's like, an old man sport. <laughs> well, I wear the, the paddy cap the and paddy everything, cap, yeah. and then I got my golf bag, and sure. just like I'm gonna go golfing, and she's just like, "You're you're adorable." I'm like, "Yes, well, I that's am. nice that she thinks you're adorable." <laughs> but it is. It's a it's a very good de stressor. It teaches a lot about patience. I've learned. Yeah, well, I have zero patience when it comes to the course because I'm out there dropping f bombs every <laughs> every time I hit. It's terrible. You happy Gilmore at every time, dude. Yes. I, I, I try to hit every ball as far as possible, as hard as possible. Even when you're on the green. Yeah, that's, that's the only time I might lay up short. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's just... I, I want to get somebody on here as well that'll talk about sports, too. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's an area that we don't really... I don't want to say excel in, but uh, it's, not a, yourself, it's not a friend. profession. Definitely not a profession, uh, but I, you know, I've got a love for sports. My teams, let's get out there right away. Oh, no. The Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the uh, Bears, and the Brewers, and the Bucks. Mm. Yeah, mm. you're more like hockey, though, right? I love hockey. Hockey yeah, is my hockey. go-to sport, I, and I don't know what. What's the team? Uh, Washington Capitals. Capitals. Yeah. Nice. Yep, and I love it when they stomp those Penguins. <laughs> it's been a while though. Yeah, I've kind of adapted the uh um the Predators here. Adopted. I have too. Yeah. Uh, I they were my team. It's like when I lived in Florida for a little bit, like I loved Tampa Lightning. I still like Tampa Lightning. You know, I I got three teams. It's the Capitals, Lightning, and Preds. And those are the ones that I actually follow and pay attention to. Uh everybody else I do too. I have mad respect for all the other teams and everything as well. Uh, but hockey is pretty much the only sport that I genuinely follow now. Like I used to follow NFL, 
Um, I'm a Washington Commanders fan. I can't stand saying that name. But it's weird, isn't it? It's uh, it's weird, but yeah. we won't get into that. But uh, I, I just I haven't like diehard followed them in. Well, you can you, you can be a fan of the uh, the Titans now. See, I, I'm I'm thinking about switching over a little bit. I mean, well, I can I can have a, a second fan. team. Yeah, it's it's easy to want to get away from the Bears right now. Uh, but Titans yeah, are crushing it, dude. Though. It's fun to watch Henry, man. That guy's an absolute he's a monster. monster. Yeah, he's like a lineman that can just run faster than anyone else on the team. It's like driving a truck through it. Yes, it's just I would not want to stand in front of that dude. Not <laughs> no. at all. Nope. Not at all. We're actually uh, Macy is a a massive Giants fan, like diehard. Oh yeah, diehard Giants fan. And uh, we we watched we went to the Titans Giants game uh, a couple weeks ago here in Nashville, and that was my first NFL game going. Oh wow! Yeah, and it was an awesome experience. Did I the actually, Giants win? They did. They did barely. Oh, okay. Uh, they got lucky because the Titans messed up. Yeah, like it, I know all about stupid. that with the Bears, so it's, it's well, okay. <laughs> same with the Commanders. It's yeah, fine. they haven't. I haven't really followed the Commanders since uh, like Chris Cooley and Clinton Portis played. Oh yeah, and that was back in the day, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Right? Like it's been a minute. So I, I just hockey's my go-to man. Nice, and I I, I don't miss a, a Caps game. I, I keep up with it all the time. And every time they come out here and play the Preds, like, I go. You went with us the last time. Oh, yeah. That was a fun game. That was <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> that was a you fun know, game. I think one of the best parts about seeing sports here in Tennessee is my favorite part of the game is the National Anthem. I love, I absolutely love watching National Anthem when I go to sporting events. And here in Nashville, they have the best of the best, right? Just every walk's alive. You get a, you get a waiter out here that just sings ridiculously right everybody sings so they have the best national anthems here and that's i don't know my favorite part well that's to me that's one of the most important parts of any professional game Uh, mainly because coming from our backgrounds and everything that's the part that means the most to us you know but uh i remember going to the titans game uh, against the giants a couple weeks ago we were late and we were running up to the stadium, and all of a sudden, they started singing the national anthem. I'm outside of the stadium, mm-hmm. right? And I just stopped dead track. Everybody else keeps on walking up to the stadium, but I'm just standing there, and I'm hand over my heart and everything, just waiting, you know, let her finish. That's cool. Fireworks went off. The jets flew over, and then I started walking again. Meanwhile, Macy was, like, way up there, <laughs> right? She finally ended up turning around and seeing I was stopped and just kind of waited for a second, but I'm just like, I'm not going to walk during that like that's my mentality is yeah you, you do the right thing well i did what I'm, for you i'm trained right exactly is in the military you hear it you stop right it's like reveille and retreat yeah you you, you stop you stop whatever you're doing it doesn't matter what you're doing at that moment guess what even you're if you stopped. try running to your car before it starts <laughs> i used to run from my car to my barracks room to try and get in the door oh, yeah. before it would hit and there were so many times where i'd get to my door unlock it and then it would hit and i'd be like oh i almost made it You're like should i just sneak in there's always somebody watching dude is there anything more american than sitting at a uh, a football game or baseball whatever it is and then have the national anthem with a flyover 
flyovers are the coolest thing. I love them. Man. It gives me chills every time. Absolutely. Every single time. Actually, do you remember the time that we were on a golf course and I, I think oh, there was that's a Titans right. game. I forgot all about this. And there was a bomber flying over there was. the golf course and it did like three loops above us. Dude, it was it over us for like an hour. Yeah. And it was it was really low. It was massive. Because it was <laughs> it was it was kind of like in a holding pattern. We were probably what forty five minutes away from thirty five minutes away from about. the stadium mm-hmm. playing golf. And while we're there, this bomber comes over top of us and it, it's it's low, but it's like in a holding pattern waiting for the right time to actually take the, take its route to go over the stadium. And it was loud. It was so loud <laughs> and it was so cool. And I just kept thinking, man, if I was a bad guy right now in a bad state, I would not want to see that fucking thing. Uh, I'd be running into the tree line. <laughs> Hell yeah, that thing is scary looking, but I mean, that was that was very cool to see. Yeah, that, that, was, that was an awesome experience to actually see that. And then, because like hockey games, they don't do flyovers because right. they're all... Obviously, indoor unless it's the outdoor unless it's the right? uh, the winter classic here in Nashville, which, which is different. Which I almost went to last year. Actually. I was there. You were there. I was there. And so yeah. was our boss. He was. He was. <laughs> yeah, definitely, dude. That was that was really cool to see. Just to be at an outside game like that, too cold. All for bundled me, man. up. Nope. Yeah, it wasn't that cold though. It wasn't that bad. No. No. I mean, coming well, from Wisconsin, Nashville. dude. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. For you. Yeah. Maybe for other people, it's not that yeah. bad. But for me, no. see, I can't prepare, man. I had the long johns on. Oh, okay. I had the hat, the gloves, the the nice winter jacket. So. Well, Mace wants to go to a, a Giants Commanders game up in New York, and it's next month. And. Is it outside? It's outside. Oh wow. And, and she looked at what the weather is supposed to be at yeah. on that day. And she was like, it's going to be like a high of 40. I was like, what's the low? She goes, like, 20. I'm like, I don't have enough sweatshirts. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will lend you some long johns. <laughs> um, actually, I'm, I, you might have to wear I might that. take those. Yep. Uh, I'm definitely getting some of the hand warmers. Oh, yeah. And I'm just stuffing my pockets. I, I brought some to the, uh, to the Nashville game, too. Yeah, man. I, I can't. Like, that's the worst thing about hunting, too, for me, is the cold. I've never gone hunting. Uh, we're going to change that this year. I, I was thinking I was going to change that this year, but it might have to be put off till next year. Why? Just a lot of shit going on. Well, fair enough. Nah, we can go. Up. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Let's go kill some squirrels. Yeah, we'll take a 22 <laughs> out and just pop some squirrels. I'm down. No, nah, I, I got a, a buddy of mine I'm trying to go with, and I want to. You'll, you'll end up going with us at some point. But it's early, man. I mean, you get up at 4. 4.30 in the morning and get out there by 5 before the, the sun goes up mm-hmm. and you're sitting there and it's cold. It's quiet. It's nice. but I like it. We'll, we'll get you out. I gotta, I'm gotta. i going to teach you some things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can kill something. I just, the uh, the field dressing, I have no idea. Oh, no, that's a, that's a whole different skill set to learn, man. Yeah. And I can't do that at my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. And we probably shouldn't do it at your house either. So maybe uh, we'll hit one of our other buddies up that lives out further in the country and, and take it out there, and we'll show you how to do that. He's also very knowledgeable about it. So. Where are you from? Northern Virginia. For the folks that don't know you too well. Yeah, Northern Virginia. Northern the Virginia. Loudoun County area. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I lived there until I was 18, and then I enlisted in the Army. Uh, went. The first time I ever flew on a plane, I don't know if I ever told you this, the first time I ever flew on a plane was going to basic training. Really? Really. Wow. 
I was 18 years old, just turned 18, like a month before I left, and then flew down to Fort Benning, Georgia, uh, to Atlanta. I landed in Atlanta, and that airport sucks. Dude, it's huge. <laughs> it's it awful. is huge. And me, being 18 years old, never been in an airport before. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just following the guys that looked like me, that looked like they were going to basic training, too. And I'm just like, all right, sure, we'll follow these guys, find the clock tower eventually, and... Lo and behold, eventually I made it there, but I walked like four miles around that entire airport to find it. Damn, that's crazy to believe that you never uh, flew on an airplane until then. Well, my family and I, we we drove, like we went down to Florida in 2000 and we drove in two different vehicles. It was my entire, all of my sisters, all five of my sisters, four of my parents and myself took two different vehicles all the way down to Orlando to go to Disney in 2000. So anywhere we went, we we drove sure. i never i guess it wasn't too far from you then well i never went anywhere west until the army yeah and then all of a sudden i ended up in texas and went from texas to wherever we could drive to you know which was awesome it was fun but uh yeah no i, I ended up in texas in 2012 and i stayed there until 2015 i ended up going back shortly after for a little bit but uh, and then I went contracting, and I pretty much stayed away from 2017 to 2019. Ended up in Nashville. And here you are. And here we are. Working security, doing podcasts with me. Now, you haven't been in Nashville very long. <laughs> no, like two, two years. Two years, a little yeah, over two years, two right? Two years, yeah. Moved from Wisconsin. And your family was here first? Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of crazy, because I was the musician of the family, and... I just did the thing in Wisconsin. I mean, I lived in Racine, Kenosha, Pleasant Prairie. I was up in Milwaukee, kind of all around that area. And then uh, my parents moved down here, and then my brother and his wife moved down here. And then I was the the lone surviving, <laughs> up freezing my ass off in Wisconsin. And uh, finally came down here after the whole COVID thing ended. And um, here we are. It's uh, It's definitely... I didn't think I'd be living here and doing what oh, yeah. I'm doing, but I am beyond happy with how things have turned out. Like this is such a cool job that we have, and I, I'm looking forward to telling more about that uh, in the future with you guys. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah. Some things we gotta we gotta hold off on, you know, for future podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep the thrill going, huh? Exactly. The anticipation, right? Yeah. Well, what's funny is I, I never planned to stay here. As long as I have already. Actually, my original plan was I was going to move back to Texas. Uh, and then I met my wife. And, well, plans change. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided we were going to stay. And we have this fantastic job that we have now. And I, I was telling somebody the other day, I don't know what I would be doing now if I didn't have this job. I, like, I don't know what industry I'd be in. I know I wouldn't go back to contracting because my wife will not let me. Yeah, I can see why. Which is fair. It's understandable. I missed the money, but it would be a... Uh, That's tough to do when, you, when you've got a family and it is. you're just starting a new family. That's, uh, and for those of you who don't know, like contracting, you're, you're going overseas, you're contracted, what, by... It depends on the contract. So some of them, like you're gone for three months and you come back for three weeks and then you go again and, and you just keep doing that for a yeah. year. Or the ones that I was doing, uh, I was out there for a year straight. 
God, man, that's a long time to be away. Now, I could take time off whenever I wanted to and, and travel anywhere. Like, I went to Mexico, Europe, and uh, I went to Cairo once. So, I've, I've been places, but I was single back then. So, you've been on a lot more planes now. <laughs> I've been on a lot more planes. I even jumped out of one. Nice. Yeah. I did that in Arizona, man. That was that was crazy. It, it was a rush. It was yes. definitely a rush. And I, I would love to go do it again. I don't know if my back can handle it now. I'm sure you could do it. It's my concern. I just saw a video of some like 78 year old. He has like 90 year old doing it for their birthday. And I've seen like the old school World War II guys go That's up so cool. and, and jump out of them again, like and land on Normandy and everything like that. I've seen those videos. They're very cool. Yeah, very motivational awesome. like oh if he can do it why can't <laughs> i you know it's terrifying i remember the plane i went up with uh there was like half the door was missing i'm like is this normal is this i don't understand what's going on here we went up and uh the guy who i was with he was probably like because i did tandem obviously yeah, yeah. so the guy's behind me all strapped up against me and he's like six five, just a monster of a man, dude. <laughs> and as we're about to go out, he told me that the carabiner was like broken. And like he's obviously fucking with me, right? Well, yeah. I'm like, who does that? I was terrified. I mean, I would totally do that. I was terrified. Yeah, like you do that to a friend, not like a paying customer. Well, it's, it's kind of like those videos. Like I watched one the other day. The, these two girls were going bungee jumping. And it was their first time. I think it was like one of their 18-year-old's birthday or something like that. And you could see just the pure terror on this girl's face. She was horrified. Like, she she was all motivated going up to it. And then oh, she yeah. got to the ledge. And all of a sudden, she looked down and went, oh, shit. Like, maybe I shouldn't do this. And he's just like. I've gone too far. Well, he, he literally <laughs> goes up and puts his hand on her back. And he's just like, do you want to you wanna back out? She's like, I think so. He's like, no. And pushed her. And I was just like beast <laughs> like, like that that dude right there yeah. if i were to go bungee jumping i want him behind me because i'll try and back out and he'll be like no don't no, be no, bitch. No, no. <laughs> they probably deal with that all the time too all the time and i'll tell you what I've, I've gone bungee jumping and that was scarier than jumping out of a plane oh yeah i don't think i could go because when your feet are at the edge right like you you know your feet are strapped up, but you can't see the bungee because it's below like the platform. Right. So I kept looking at him like, all right, are you sure I'm strapped up? Are you sure I'm strapped up? <laughs> this thing's not gonna break. The, is yeah, it? <laughs> like it's it's terrifying, especially in the age of, you know, watching all these all these videos of things screwing up. Yeah. Right. Faces the death back in the day. <laughs> I'm like, is this thing gonna wrap around my neck? I, I was I was terrified, but I've always put myself in those situations and just I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm going to go. It's terrifying, but I'm going to jump. Oh, but you have to. I mean, that that's uh, and that's one of the ways the concepts that you grow, right? You you can't grow and do something new if you don't push yourself. Right. Whether you want be to be uncomfortable. Or not. Right. Be you uncomfortable. Have to get out of that comfort uh -huh. zone, right? And, and that's one of the hardest things nowadays, man. I mean, like I I would love to go jump out of a plane right now. My wife will not do it. And I, I, you know, I hear this stereotypical phrase all the time of, "Why would you want to jump out of a perf perfectly good airplane?" Well, well those people, <laughs> those people have never jumped out of one, apparently. No, no, they haven't. They won't. Because that was a uh, a body high that lasted like I don't know, almost a week for me. Yeah, oh yeah, that was insane. Oh yeah, that was insane. But dude, the, jumping out of the plane, just the chaos, right? You're just flying through the air. Like you, I was looking around because I did in Arizona, so I had all these mountains oh, around. Oh yeah, I bet that so, was beautiful, dude. It was so so cool. But then 
once you get a little close, you're like, all right, hey, you're gonna pull. Now it? it's game time, right? <laughs> is it? This, is this where it happens? Like you, I kind of forgot about everything. I was just into the you're view. Floating. I was into how it felt, and all of a sudden, you know, I see his arms in front of me start waving like he's gonna pull the cord. Mm. And at that moment, I was like, oh, please God, please God, please God, work, 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 work. <laughs> and he pulls it, and it went from straight chaos to like the most peaceful Calm. feeling ever, dude. All you hear is just the. Um, the parachute above you mm-hmm. kind of flapping in the wind and it went from so much chaos to just this is awesome like, this is living this is this is very cool oh yeah and then you land and it's instantly let's go do it again yes absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I would have done it again uh, oh, yeah. in a heartbeat I would love to go do it now uh, maybe when it warms up I don't think I could <laughs> well we've got some friends here that I uh, that like to go we do skydiving we have so quite a few so I would maybe. love to get a hold of those guys and actually I think one of them is an instructor, but either way, man, we'll have to get him on here and and talk about it. That would actually be really cool because then we can talk about like their experience with some of the people that they've done tandem with and just like some of the funny ones. Yeah, right. You know. Telling someone to carabiners about to fall off <laughs> yeah, before you jump out of like a damn that. plane. Oh no, the shoot didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot to put a shoot on. <laughs> jump. <laughs> Whoopsies. Yeah. <laughs> No, I always like the the ones where the pilot like pretends that the plane stalled. <laughs> it's like go 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 go, and then all of a sudden they jump out, and he just powers or powers it right back up and keeps on going. And I'm just like that that pilot. I don't want him on a commercial flight <laughs> at all. Dude, uh, one quick story about a a plane and and being in a plane. Uh, I was just out of high school and I was going into college and where my parents lived at the time, there was always this plane that would go above our, our house. Like a would crop do duster? All, no, like a, a trick plane. Okay. Uh, and this thing would, you know, do the, these nose dives and these big loops or whatever. And I went to the airport. Uh, I was actually with my mother and we were shopping for some of my, my dorm, my college dorm stuff. Right. And I asked her to stop at the airport. We stopped by the airport. I went to the front desk and I asked him, hey, can you give me the contact contact information for whoever the guy is that's been flying over our house for years? They gave it to me. Really? So I go back home. I call this guy and I said, hey, man, is there any way you have two seats on that plane? <laughs> <laughs> and he actually said, yes, I do. And what are you doing? I think it was like in two days, like oh, on a Wednesday. God. And I said, yeah, I would love to come up in that plane with you. So he said, let's say 35 bucks to help for gas. I said, absolutely, <laughs> dude, absolutely. <laughs> so we went up. And, I figured uh, this is like 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yep, basically, yeah, probably over. But uh, we went to the to the airport. I went in and he strapped me up with a, uh, with a parachute and told me how to jump out of the plane if anything happens. He goes, you know what, you'll know when to jump because I'll be gone. <laughs> I was like, cool, man, thanks. But, Noted. Uh, yeah, we, we we flew and we did all these different aerobatics, That's man. Cool. And the scariest part was obviously going straight up and he cut the engine. And we did that death dive or whatever Spiral, the hell it yeah. was. Man, it was terrifying. But it was it was terrifying, but I wasn't scared. I, it was This guy apparently was I, like the number two or three guy in the nation, whatever it was, for aerobatics. So wow. I was in good hands. Yeah. Um, but one thing that he did was he took the plane up at a at a very steep incline and he jammed it down so we were weightless for a little bit. Oh yeah. 
So he, when he did that, I was I wasn't really prepared for it, and he was kind of preparing me for every single move that we did, except that one. Except that <laughs> one. So it was the weirdest feeling ever. Uh, so once we were done with it, he was like, "Hey, do you want to do anything one more time before we go back and put this plane away?" And I was up there for like 45 minutes with him. Oh, wow. So I told him, I go, man, I would love to do that weightless thing one more time just when I'm prepared for it. He said, all right, well, I'll tell you what, take your glasses off. So I took my sunglasses off and he said, we're going to go straight up. And when I tell you, let them go and they'll, they'll float. That's cool. I was like, all right, cool. So we went up, we went straight up and he goes, all right, now. And I let my sunglasses go and they literally just floated in front of my face. And I kind of went bing, bing, <laughs> you know, between my two fingers. That's and it awesome. was, I felt like I was in space. I'm a space nut, dude. I love NASA. Oh, yeah. I love all that stuff. So the fact that I got to feel that, that at least for it. like five seconds, whatever it was, 10 seconds, it was, uh, it was cool. I'd love to do that. And I'd love to do the, uh, what's it called? It's where they, they train the astronauts to go in zero gravity. Oh, it's like the, the big, vomit comet. Yeah, yeah. The vomit comet. Yeah, where the, they take a huge plane and they yeah. do that. That's they how teach they, a lot of actors. Yeah, they, they, like that's Tom they, Cruise went and did it one that's time. That's how they filmed that movie. Yeah. The that was the Mummy. The Mummy. His his the new one he was in the Mummy. Uh, there was a part where like the plane was going down. Oh really? In the movie, a, like a big C seventeen. Right? Okay. And uh, it, it was going, and they were weightless. At cool. one point in it. And so the way that they trained them for that was a, at least this is a video I saw. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I can't Disclaimer. credit any Disclaimer. of this, you know, yeah. uh, but they took them up in the, in the vomit comet basically. And they taught them the stunts in that plane while they were weightless. That's awesome. And it, it was actually, it was very cool. That's it, how they filmed Apollo 13 too. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. Could you imagine Every time, all right, cut. All right, now we gotta go back up. <laughs> and action. You get 20 like seconds You can't to screw film. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be miserable, man. That The fuel cost. Could you imagine oh, that? Oh, my God, man. I, if I had some extra jingle in my pocket, I would do the vomit comment. And then if I had a lot of jingle in my pocket, I would do the, uh, I would I would try to get up with Bezos and oh, do yeah. one of those, yeah, like uh, William Shatner just did. Oh, yeah. Dude, how cool would that be? That'd be quite an experience. Right. I've talked to my, my brother about it, and he was telling me that, no, I, I, I wouldn't do it. The what? the risk versus reward type of thing. Ah. But you're strapping yourself to a big-ass rocket. Yeah, it could end up <laughs> terribly, right? It'd be quick. It'd be quick. It'd be quick. It'd be very quick. But I think seeing, seeing the earth from that high and feeling that weightlessness would be totally worth it. Yeah, Any like, risk, like you said, you're you're a space nut. Space nut. The the amount of conversations we've had sitting at work talking about all these rockets and these SpaceX rockets and, space, and the Falcon yeah, Nines and yeah, that's a uh, that's a dream of mine to to go down and see one of these Falcons go yeah. up and land. Right, like that's it seems like something obviously out of the future. It does. And it's here. The way that they it's here. literally balance themselves yeah, and come down. It's crazy. It's, it's impressive. It really it is. is. It'd be very cool to go see in person. Now, let me ask you this. What was the worst experience you've ever had on a flight? On a flight? Ooh. Mm -hmm. I think it was I was traveling to Colorado, and I think going over the mountains was uh, very bumpy. Very. Mm -hmm. Anytime you drop in a plane – thousand oh, feet yeah. couple thousand feet and you feel that you're like i'm dying i'm dying oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> and then you're fine like it's or just constant turbulence throughout a flight i don't think i've ever had like a terrible flight mm. but i mean anytime you're hitting turbulence i like to sit at a window seat oh yeah and i always sit uh 
basically next to the wing. I like watching the wing. So when you hit this turbulence and you see the wings just like flapping, right? You're yep. like, all right, they how much bow. more of this can this take? <laughs> like, when are they going to just snap? Right, yeah, it's terrifying. And then the videos of engines blowing up. I don't know, man. It's A bird flying I love, into it. Yeah, yeah. I love flying. Um, and I like to not think of that stuff while I'm flying. Oh, yeah. Well, I, obviously, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, we uh, actually, the flight that we just took a couple of weeks ago when we we're going from Fort Lauderdale up to Dulles uh, in D.C. I, I I don't know who this pilot was, but he was horrible, Wh- horrible. The I don't know in-flight, who this guy was. The in-flight was fine, <laughs> yeah. and the takeoff was fine, but the landing we bounced. Ooh! Like he hit the tarmac, and then we got airborne again, and then he came back down, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I wonder if that's pilot error, or if that's just a uh, I don't know. Who knows? But that it was the wind. Out of all of the flights that I've been on, and since I've been 18 years old, that was the only one that I've bounced off the tarmac. Interesting. And I was like, if we come down uneven, how bad is that going to be? Right. <laughs> you know, right. Like, are we going to just plop to the other side, or are we going to? roll is something gonna break like everything that went through my mind in that half a second of getting back in the oh air yeah again, and you're just, just thinking like, the worst we're dude. fucked <laughs> like yep it, it was it was terrible but no the worst one that i ever had was when i flew from uh dallas texas to istanbul turkey this was 2017 i think it was 2017 16 or 17 it was 17 like February and uh, very specific. Well, they're they had like some little civil war thing going on or something like that at that time. Um, and when the plane was coming, keep in mind this is civilian, this is commercial airliner. Okay, and so we come landing in to go to the tarmac, and all of a sudden the pilot comes over, is like everybody needs to get off on the tarmac. And we're like, what? Why? We did a emergency exfil from the plane, essentially. And had to run across the tarmac with all of our shit to the airport because the plane was getting shot at. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And and I'm running across the tarmac with a giant sea bag that's green as shit and stands out. Hey, I'm right? not in the military. Right. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, I'm not a target. Don't look yeah, at me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like Jesus. And I was just... I, I had to run all the way to the airport. And there was this German girl who barely knew any English at all. And she didn't understand what was going on. She just started running because everybody else was running. And I literally looked at her and I just went, you with me, let's go that way. And she goes, duh. <laughs> duh. <laughs> and I was just like, cool. Yeah. But yeah, that, I think that was probably the, the wildest experience I ever had on a flight was that one. Yeah, that's terrifying. It was weird because I, I was actually heading to Iraq for yeah. my first contract and, and it it was just weird i was like i'm not even in country yet and i'm already getting shot at yeah, i'm already running for my life <laughs> literally <laughs> it's like i don't have any body armor i don't have a weapon to shoot back with i had nothing it was like it was absolutely miserable but yeah. these are the kind of conversations that i can't wait to have yeah. going forward with this podcast absolutely man i know we're, we're just kind of like bantering back and forth right now but i i love doing this because this is what we do at work all day long all day long so when we get some actual folks in here too that um you know got good backgrounds and uh one thing that you and i have both talked about specifically is the people that we've met in the last let's say even 10 years uh 
where I find so interesting and their stories are so cool where I wish I could bring that to a larger audience, oh, yeah. right? Because talking to th these folks when I was in the band or even just friends and fans that would come out, um, they've got stories, you know? Always. And I know there's a million bajillion podcasts out there that you all can listen to, uh, but it would be great for you guys to, to join in with us and kind of help us out a little bit too. Yeah, uh, spread the word out for us. Spread the word. I mean, pass it on and, and just see. All we want to do is just kind of get these stories out, like we were saying, and, and open up people's minds to different aspects of how other people's minds work. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, I think we're we're pretty close here. We, we've got, let's see, how long are we going? For like 40-something minutes right now? Easy. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should wrap this uh, this first one up. But uh, you guys, thanks for listening. And uh, please hit us up on our social media accounts and uh, we'll go from there. And let us know what you guys think or if you need or if you want a specific topic talked about or anything brought to light or if you have recommendations or yourself or yourself. If you want to talk to us, hit Come us on up down in Nashville. Absolutely. Anyone coming out of Nashville, sit down with Jackson and myself. We'll have a chat and we'll hang out. We'll show you the city because it's we'll an awesome a city down here. Just music city time. Yep. And Copper Top. Copper Top. Copper top. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, we will see you soon. 